This is Power Drive. And I'm Kirsten Greenop, and we are back with Simone Cooper. And also remember that you can get in touch with us at any time on 0861-987-000. But Simone, to jump right in, there's a unit that you head up at Standard Bank that is about small businesses. Why do you need a dedicated unit about small business? Like, why would this need be necessary in this country? So, Kirsten, I think that um, it's it's necessary because... A bank like Standard Bank is committed and dedicated to supporting SMEs to foster their growth um, in the country. And part of our uh, group vision is Africa is our home and we drive our growth. And we need to make sure that we actually live that out. So supporting businesses, supporting small businesses, um, we feel is our responsibility to help partner clients um, and help them to grow and make sure that they can create employment because small businesses Mm. drive a massive amount of employment in the country. Um, and the more that we can facilitate that and help them grow, the better for, for our growth as, an, as a country and economy. So it's a, it's a real necessity that they need that support and assistance to, to break down some of the barriers and to grow. Um, what, are the, what are the main types of barriers that you see small businesses facing? So there's probably three uh, real big barriers that we see. The first one is access. So SMEs struggle with access to markets. And I think uh, corporates and larger businesses don't make it easy for them. Um, Even things like getting paid on time, making sure they've got favorable payment terms, those kinds of things are very difficult. Um, But even going beyond that, uh, there's a lot of other things that isolate small businesses um, it could be the infrastructure where they operate, um, poorly serviced areas that they operate from, which we, you know, coming from a big corporate, mm. may not even think about. Um, so, so access is one of the big things. Then skills and resources. You know, I think the the saying goes in small business that SMEs are the chief of everything officer. Um, so it's very difficult if you're trying to uh, develop something and you need a specialist um, type of skill. Um, And they don't necessarily get access to those skills. And the cost of some of those skills is very difficult. And then finally, finance is probably the the third big thing, um, which is obviously where banks do do play a big role. But often it's this information asymmetry um, within these financial markets that leaves a lot of small enterprises without um, being able to access uh, being able to access sort of finance. And it's lack of collateral or lack of ability to be able to show their cash flow data. Um, and it's it's then this perception that SMEs are risky and people mm. don't want to finance them. So it's all those components that we're trying to address through our business offerings. And it seems to me that you're also focusing on the the types of the the coaching and mentoring and soft skills that a small business would need. Do you see any things that uh, women particularly struggle with in SMEs uh, or similar problems or are they problems compounded? So I think that um, the the problems for uh, for women are probably very similar mm. to a lot of the other small businesses. Um, and a lot of it is gaining access to to those three things that I spoke about, but as well as also just access to information Mm. um, and access to the right advice. I've got a friend who runs a small business and, you know, she has, she only has herself to talk to. (laughs) So she has no one to bounce ideas off or or someone to engage. And sometimes SMEs are actually just looking for somebody to talk to, someone to say, 
well, have you thought about this? Just bounce ideas off. And that's what we also try to create through certain relationship management models Mm. that various banks run, really trying to create that sounding board for some of the SMEs and helping them um, to grow and develop from from that perspective. So like a community, a small business community where you're actually among peers. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a small business community. There's just access to some specialists who can maybe help you, which you wouldn't normally get access to. Um, So we've got something like a BizConnect site, which is trying to offer small businesses all of that access to information, access to a community, people that you can bounce ideas off. No, definitely. If you're a small business owner, you're thinking about starting your own business or you've been through this exercise, we know that starting a small business is very, very difficult. Why don't you join the call? Share your views on 0861-987-000. You can also tweet us on Power FM 987 Remember that. And you can also then um, just send us a WhatsApp on 083 7093 and let us know what your experiences are. Uh, I think that some of the bravest people in this country are the ones who start small businesses. I mean, do you maybe have some examples of small businesses that you that you can share with us some of the experiences and some of the people that you've come to know? Absolutely. And I think there's some really positive, great stories. Um, And one of the the ones I wanted to highlight, I'll, I'll go through two, but there's one in particular that really excites me. It's a township based fish produce aggregator uh, called Spinach King. Uh, who we partnered with um, and helped that business to become a multi-award winning company, supplying more than 150 retail stores across the Western Cape, Gauteng and KZN. Um, And through the support and and working with Spinach King, um, we also financed them to be able to uh, create their own branches in Kailiche and Philippi. Um, and developing a central production plant both in Cape Town and Johannesburg. So that's really one of the great successes. Um, and then one of the other things that I'm particularly proud of is we wanted to, when the riots happened um, in 2021, we wanted to sit down and say, how do we really try and assist small businesses? So we launched a um, business recover, rebuild and restart initiative, which is essentially a, a crowdfunding platform in partnership with Thunder Fund. And, uh, This collaboration provides an alternative funding mechanism for small businesses uh, where they can create and promote um, their business and receive crowdfunding contributions. And to date, I'm very excited to say that we've had 21 projects on the platform and raised 700,000 with the help of 191 supporters. So that's something that we want to continue to grow and, and make sure we can help more businesses. That just shows you what small business community is all about. Because it's the community, small businesses located in the community, um, community actually supporting them. Simone, you started speaking about financing solutions. Now, a lot of the time when people think about small business, they default to the position of, well, I need finance. It's access to finance. How do I get access to finance? Um, You have very nicely outlined that it's not just about access to finance. But what else is it about? What kinds of finance do small businesses need? So look, small businesses need a range of, of financial solutions. Um, I think some of the ones that, that I think are most prominent is, is small businesses are generally looking for some sort of working capital finance. Um, and if you're looking for that, a business type of overdraft is really what you would want to use for that. Um, you can use a, an overdraft to pay suppliers of staff whilst you're waiting um, for other payments to come through. Um, there's also things such as uh, term loans or revolving credit plans which allow businesses mm-hmm. to finance 
uh, assets um, and other productive things that they need for their business. Uh, and I think that those are are really exciting. And then one of the products that we've got is is something called BizFlex, which I think is the most fantastic um, product because what it does is a cash flow lending uh, solution that allows a business to pay a um, percentage of their revenue as the repayment. And depending mm. on how your revenue fluctuates, you can fluctuate the amount that you pay. Oh, that's excellent. Um, like so, flexibility, really, yeah. and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So creating that flexibility for businesses. Okay, so let, let's go back to speaking about that level of flexibility in small business. Uh, Terry and Vata Kloof, uh, think yeah, we hello. You back. Thanks, Terry. We can hear you now. No, yes, lovely. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. I've been trying to listen. And in between, I missed the second a barrier to the top barriers. I only have success and, and lack of uh, collateral. But lack of collateral is actually the issue now for all small businesses. Hmm. And because it's a combination of, for those who do business in the public space, with public service, of non-payment and of trying to really get going. You know, working capital has been gobbled, plus what should be your salary and what should be profits and all that. Uh, Can Standard Bank actually assist if one comes with proof of an unpaid invoice or communications of an invoice still about to be paid? Hmm. Even if it's not the 100% of what is on the invoice, but just structure something for a small business person to get going. What a lovely and practical example, radio. Terry. Lovely. Um, yeah. b- before we go to that, I really want to focus on that, that example, Terry, but let's just hear Z. Hi, Terry. Thank you so much for the show. It's like you've been on radio for a long time. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My new Hi, job. I just, okay, I just wanted to, uh, to know what is the definition of a small business? Nice. That's number one. Number two, what is the turnover up to how much is... Uh, is your category of small businesses. Number three, I'm in farming and I'm bank- banking with you, by the way. Um, <laughs> Good. I just wanted to know, this thing in farming, one of the key challenges, especially with us black farmers, is that we, we don't have access to land that is close by the city. But nevertheless, if there is land, you there's that deposit that is required for, for agricultural land. Mm. I think it's about 30% if I'm not. And I would like to suggest to Standard Bank, especially for privileged, uh, for disadvantaged farmers, is it not possible for Standard Bank to structure a deal in such a way that we can be able to to waiver? I don't know, you guys can work it up out on how you can waiver that. Uh, because it's a, of course, farming land is is, is not going to be that uh, cheap. So that thirty percent, it can be kind of hefty for a small farmer. No, you're right. And Another really, yeah, Z. That's a really practical example. Sorry to cut you short there. I just want to give Simone some time to 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 answer those two questions and very very briefly, Simone. Sure. I know those are big issues, but can you answer shortly? Sure. Uh, just in terms of Terry's question, there are products called invoice discounting that actually do exactly what um, she was referring to. So. Uh, banks and financial institutions provide funding on the back of those invoices. And then just in terms of the uh, the definitions, it really varies in terms of the uh, industry that you're in, in terms of the formal definitions. We classified anything sort of up to, uh, in our business, a segment as wide as up to 300 million in turnover, but with a specific focus below 50. And then in terms of agric, I think those are great suggestions. We do have agric solutions centered around 
um, emerging farmers. Uh, so I would just encourage Z to contact us um, and we'll, we'll certainly see um, how we can engage with her and see what can be done. Oh, absolutely. Thanks, Simone. Uh, we're going to take the traffic at the moment and then we'll be right back.